Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. Welcome to the show. It is 10.22 p.m. here on the 8th of January. Thank you for joining me. I will talk about a couple things out here tonight. One, starting with the list of uh, symptoms that require students to stay home. Well, once they get back into class. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me out here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I haven't been out here for a uh, a couple of days. I guess four days now, but uh, here we are Saturday, Saturday night, and that. So, um, yeah, I'll start off with this. You know, this past week, um, I've been at home. Um, came in contact with um, somebody who as COVID, so, you know, I did my isolation, five-day five day isolation, but I've had this stubborn cough, scratchy throat, runny nose, congestion, a little bit of body aches, had a PCR test done yesterday, haven't got my results back yet. So hopefully, um, I don't have COVID. So I have to just wait to see. Now, you know, with the schools being out for as long as they have been, you know, since you know a week before Christmas, and then being extended until the seventeenth of this month, and they've done this before. Um, the school boards here in Ontario that they're adding new COVID-19 system symptoms to the list that require students to stay home. Now, like I said, they've done this before. So under the previous policy, children were only required to isolate if they had one of the five symptoms that were commonly associated with COVID, a fever or chills, shortness of breath or a loss of taste or smell, nausea, bodily diarrhea, or a continuous cough. So the new guidelines, which was quietly updated on Thursday, just passed two days ago, adds five additional symptoms to the list that requires that the siblings of systematic children also isolate at home even if they are not. How you doing? Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. So the list of uh, symptoms that are going to require students to stay home, and like I said, they've done this before when school has been put back up to online, online learning here across the province of Ontario. 
Now, under the updated, like they, you know, basically what they did, they did, they did this actually quietly on Thursday, just passed. And um, so if you have siblings that go to the same school and one of them, you know, just out of the blue starts coughing in the classroom, both kids will be sent home. And they'll have to isolate at home. Doesn't matter if they got a runny nose, sneeze, or whatever. They're going to be sent home. That's if and when school starts back up January the 17th. We have parent groups out there. We have like uh, pediatricians out there calling on the government to make sure if the schools are going to reopen on the 17th of January, that they get all these safety protocols in place. And we've called, we've, we've seen this time and time again throughout this entire, for simply a cough. If the child is in the classroom and they start to cough, the child will be sent home. And if they have a brother or sister in the same school, they'll be sent home as well. They've done this before throughout the, out, 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 uh, through, the through, through this pandemic when they've opened the schools and closed the schools, opened the schools and closed the schools. And every time they've, they've closed the schools, the government says, yeah, it's going to be better when we open it up. It's going to be safer for the kids. And lo and behold, we shut the schools down again. So we have parent groups out there, pediatricians out there calling on the government if the schools are going to open on the 17th, then we got to have better safety measures in place. And right now the government is, is making it possible that teachers will be supplied with the N95 masks. School bus drivers will be supplied with the N95 mask. And of course, um, updating the air system, ventilation system throughout the schools in hopes that um, can get back to opening again because, I mean, When you have, you know, and, and I've heard this um, from parents. I mean, I'm a parent myself. I have grandchildren. They're doing online learning. And I see the struggles firsthand. So, if you, you know, I mean, look at, I mean, if you have two parents at home, working from home, I mean, obviously, throughout your daily routines, you share the parenting responsibilities. Yes, you both have a job to do. Yes, your kids have to be online learning. Yes, the employer, they have to work with you as well. 
A single parent? Well, I mean, that's hard because, you know, um, businesses are still open. You know, most businesses are. I mean, like gyms are closed, movie theaters are closed. Um, things are set back to 50%. Indoor dining is closed. You know, that, that sort of thing. But even for a single parent, I mean, if you're working in, you know, any other field that's not closed, I mean, now you have to stay home. So your kids can do online learning. You know, this throws a wrench into a lot of people. You know, the government, you know, they've always said time and time again and throughout this pandemic that schools are going to be the first to open and last to close. Well, the schools weren't the first to open. You know, they've been out of school since a week before Christmas. They talked about opening the schools back up on January the 1st or not Jan or January the 5th. And then other provinces here in Canada, they were extending their school closures. And Ontario, almost being one of the last, decided, okay, you know, maybe this might just be a good idea. You know, you know we're going to come out just, you know, two days before school goes back in, and now we're going to extend to the 17th. Um, I think Alberta is the only province right now that has their um, kids in school, but they're, they're, what they're seeing is a shortage of staff because they're coming down with COVID. They may have to resort back to online learning. Yeah, so even the even the, the simplest symptoms, you know, like I said, if a you know if a child is sitting there in class coughing, they're gonna be sent home. And that's gotta be that's gotta be, you know, really tough on, on the single parent too, because the single parent's at work and now they gotta leave work to get their kids and take them home and they have to isolate. I don't, you know, honest, honest to God, people, you know, our government here in Ontario, the Ontario government, you know, through the two years that we've been going through this, they've never gotten it right. Not once. Well, the, well, what happens? I mean, when it goes with why are our homeowners still paying the same school taxes? Well, I don't really, I mean, they have to. I mean, you pay the school taxes to, you know, it, it helps fund the schools, right? So they got to they gotta pay the school taxes whether the kids are in class or not. You know, so that, that's the way it goes. I mean, when you hear how it works here, here, um, in Ontario, anyways, is that 
when you own a home and you're paying property taxes, they ask you if you want to uh, support the public school system or the Catholic system. So that comes out of your taxes, right? Out of your out of your property tax. So, yeah, I mean, we're not going to stop paying uh, school taxes because the kids are out of class. You know, I mean, the funding still has to go forward. You know, so I mean, it's not like the kids going to be out of school for the rest of their lives. You know, at some point in time, they're going to be going back to school. But the government here in Ontario, I mean, they've gotten it wrong every single time. And I can understand the frustration from parents, and I can understand the frustration from, from the teachers, um, you know, from the teacher unions. I can, under, I, you know, I can understand their frustrations, you know, when the government stands up, you know, Premier Doug Ford stands up or the health, health minister stands up behind the microphone and is saying, yeah, you know, or even the, the, uh, the educational minister, oh yeah, you know, things are gonna be better and it's gonna be safe when the kids go back to school and, and, and this thing and, and the next. And they've done this throughout the whole entire pandemic. And here we are again. They just sound like a broken They sound like a broken record. Now, the government of Ontario right now, what they're going to do is that they are going to, let me pull this up for a second here. Oh, that was pretty fast. Let's see where it went here. Oh, here we go here. Yeah, so now, Ontario, the government of Ontario, Ontario will set aside vaccination appointments for education and child care workers to get vaccinated. The Ontario government will give education and child care workers priority access to vaccination appointments following criticism that they were not doing enough to support the safe return to school later this month. Now, wait a second here. People here in Ontario has had ample time to get vaccinated. How are you doing this evening? They've had ample time to get vaccinated. So now we're going to set aside more time for uh, Hi, Becca. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Hello, Canada. And this is hello back. How are you doing, Trucker? I'm doing good. How's things on your end? Same. It's also good. It's the morning here. Just, uh, just we are making some plans. Morning time. What time in the morning is it? Yes, it's uh, seven nine 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 a.m. in the morning. Oh, nine a.m. in the morning. It's ten ten forty p.m. here in Ontario, Canada. Oh, it's a it's a night time, right? It's night time. 
Yeah. So, um, how's, how's the weather in Canada? Like it's uh, it's snowing again. Here, uh, we had uh, snow on and off. We had a little bit of freezing rain this evening, mm-hmm. but um, other than that, it hasn't been here in Ontario. Hasn't been too bad. The western provinces has been in a deep freeze uh-huh. in the last couple couple weeks. You know, some places seeing temperatures thirty below, forty below. Uh-huh. How are you tolerating you know, that temperature? No, well, I mean, we're Canadians. That's how we 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 we, we handle it. <laughs> uh-huh. We ha- you handle it and every winter. Out. See here, uh, like uh, minimum seventeen uh, degrees, uh, we can't tolerate that windy. But how you managing like uh, the temperature is very like minus twenty, minus thirty will be there. The temperature will will be fall down, like uh, it's <laughs> like a ice. Yeah, right, right, freeze your eyes closed. If you if you yeah, be so there just... in your country, if we'll be there yeah. in your country, just we'll get die. easily in in this situation we can't already this uh, weather eh you come accustomed to it we have lots of people you know come from all over the world whether they come from warm climates yes, and yes. they come here yes. you know or they move to the united states or whatever that, like that too i think most of the indians are in canada right like punjabis yeah oh yeah oh yeah yeah Yep, all across the country. Yes. Yeah. But well, I love how are how are. Yeah. So, But, um, the kids are they are hmm. they going to school right now? Uh, the government given a holidays there. Why? Because in India we do have festival like Pongal and Sankranti. Uh, January it's fourteen from fourteen to a uh, twenty. They make a holiday here. The government declared the oh, holiday okay. for ten days. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. We're just uh, here across uh, across Canada. Here, um, schools are closed until at least the seventeenth of January because because of COVID. Um, uh-huh. You know, and not only that. I mean, businesses are are starting to become short of staff. Um, hmm. You know, because people are coming down with COVID. You know whether it's in the manufacturing, or whether it's in uh, uh, food services, <clears throat> wherever we're we're just you know even in the hospitals, police, fire, ambulance, we're we're facing a lot of shortages. In India, the, in a single day, the two millions uh, vaccination. uh the drive is gone like uh, 15 to 18 years age the people uh, get vaccinated only 2 million people only for a single day in a single day 2 million people got vaccinated yes yeah yeah we we're, we're i don't know we're all, we're all over the place we're bouncing all over the place and right now the, the ontario government is um setting side appointments for uh 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 educational workers and child care staff um the, you know the thing is is that they have had ample time they've had ample time to get vaccinated 
You know, they had ample time to get the booster. You know, we have uh, uh, a leader of the conservative party calling on the government mm. to accommodate the unvaccinated people. And we have given them, we've accommodated them enough. As far as I'm concerned, you know, we have accommodated them enough. Yes. For the people who have been hesitant to get back to get vaccinated, you have had plenty of time to make up your mind, talk to a healthcare professional, and either get the vaccine or not. And then you have the anti-vaxxers are just simply not going to do it. So there's no point of accommodating them because they're just not going to get vaccinated anyhow. So we've done enough. And now the federal government here in Canada is talking about it that we might we may not we might even mandate it. Meaning that we'll make it law. Of course. In some countries like uh... you know. French country, like is um, President Macron, uh, Emmanuel Macron, he is doing some trolls. Like, uh, if you don't uh, vaccinated, unvaccinated people, I will spit on the faces, I will kick on the app. He is mentioned the comment. The comment is going with trolling. Mm -hmm. uh, do, do you have do you heard about the news that? Yes, I just I received the news uh, two days back. Yes, I seen a new a news in CNN channel. Yeah, I mean, we won't like here, like the federal government here is not going to, you know, make it law that everybody gets vaccinated. But, you know, they're putting that message out. Right. So like the other the other day, I think they said, oh, you know, we're reporting, you know, something like 20,000 cases here in Ontario. We can't even keep up with the testing. So you can you can double that amount or you can triple that amount. That's how many cases are out there because we can't test everybody. Yes. And the only people that they're testing is people that work in the medical field, nursing home, mm -hmm. retirement home, essential caregivers. You know, we're testing the most vulnerable. Yes, it's you know, we can't the, for the rest of the population. You can't even book a PCR test unless you fall under one of the categories that you are able to get a PCR test. Mm -hmm. What's the right? cost so of they uh, can't even do that. How much the cost in a PCR test in Canada? What the price? It's is? free. It's free. It's if free. You, it, 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 it's free. You know, uh -huh. they're even they're even sending they're even sending out the rapid test kits. They're all free. But in India, they are charging. Are free. But in India, they yeah, are charging money PCR tests for PTR yeah. PCR tests. I think some charges are in they? India, like no, uh, we're not charging anyone. Uh, no, like, we're not charging uh, anybody to do anything. You, you, you know, like I said, if you work in the medical field or, or mm -hmm. your your essential caregiver or, you know, um, police officers, fire, you know, ambulance attendants, or like you know they. They all can get a PCR test. It's just that this is this variant is spreading so fast as is we just can't keep up with the testing. Yes, of course. Uh, right. The so they can say we got twenty thousand cases, but we have more than that. Uh, right. I mean, we got something like over 
1,200 to 1,300 people in hospitals. We got over 500 people in ICU in ICU units. Uh huh. You know, so that's the numbers. That's the numbers that we need to go off of. We don't need to go off of the general population of just guessing how many cases are out there. We need to go off people who are being admitted to the hospital and people in the ICU. Those are the numbers that we need to be going off mm. from. And then the government can make, you know, you know, decide, you know, what they're going to do. If they're going to, you know, mandate any more restrictions or, you know, as the hospitalizations decrease and the ICU decrease, you know, then we can start changing the restrictions and maybe opening up again, you know, that sort of thing. But that's the only things that we really need to know. We don't need to know how many cases we get out there because that is just irrelevant. It means nothing. It's not like we have 20,000 people in hospitals or 40,000 people in a hospital. That's not the case. Yes, of course. Uh, I think uh, right. in United in United Kingdom, uh, just I got a news that uh, one lakh fifty thousand people are affected with COVID. They have been hospitalized. Uh, in uh, within a two days back, they mentioned that one lakh fifty thousand people are affected with COVID. It's very terrible. We're seeing we're seeing infants, babies yes. coming into the hospitals testing positive for COVID. Hmm. It's a very, very disgusting, this COVID, how the COVID has came, we don't know. Uh, due to China, I think, that China has started that, the coronavirus. Well, everybody knows, like the, from the onset, everybody knows that that's where it originated, right? You know, so, but, uh, you know, this, you know, South Africa, this Omicron come out of South Africa. Now they got yeah. another concern. Now they got another concern of another variant coming out of France. Ah. And we've this already tested five people for that other variant coming out of France here in Canada. Yes, of course. The government should be take high security while the travelers are coming to other states. Like uh, they should maintain some travel ban. The people are suffering like that. Why? Because. Uh, uh, so many people in my state there one of the people have came from south africa he just he tested that he's omicron positive that he recently tested while travelers also they are spreading easily while and uh, i don't know why it's spreading so easily it is it is spreading so easily look um at the beginning of my show um so let's see so i was off on the 31st because we had the we we uh we had the day off and i was to come back um on last like last monday mm, yes and of course. and i and I, I i i'm in a household with with two other people and one of them test positive for covid so that means now i had to isolate for five days so mm -hmm. yesterday would have been yesterday yesterday would have been five days so mm -hmm. my nephew who lives here he tested positive on thursday Boy. right i've have i have like five symptoms what are the symptoms of? i have a sore throat i have a cough runny nose i'm congested mm -hmm. and i have uh -huh. aches so four. 
So I got four, so I got four, um, like four symptoms that, you know, that we kind of would feel like it would be, you know, just a, uh, like a, a bad common cold, you know, uh-huh. but being that, being that I'm an essential caregiver, I was eligible to get a PCR test. So I had that done yesterday, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm waiting for the results to come back, and I probably hopefully find out tomorrow. Like my my throat mm-hmm. is still sore. My throat is is, is like it's freaking raw. You know, I want to sit here and cough, but I'm doing the show, and I want to cough, but I don't want to cough while I'm doing my show. So, yeah, so I got a little. Excuse me, I got a little bit of water to drink too to kind of keep my 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 <laughs> my throat wet. But you know, it's it's hard not to cough. I'm telling you right now, it really is. You know, I'm really trying to hold it back. So, you are but anyways, I, hopefully, uh, hopefully, I don't have it. You know, my my other nephew and his wife got COVID. Hmm. So. You know, and two people in the household that I live with tested positive. So chances uh, are, chances are, <laughs> excuse me, I, chances are I have COVID. And I'm fully vaccinated. My health is good. I mean, I, I'm fully vaccinated. I have the booster. I'm 58, you know. <laughs> excuse me. So I, I didn't want to do that. So, yeah. So, but... It doesn't matter, right? I mean, I mean, how can you how can you avoid it if two people in the household test positive? Mm-hmm. It's going to be kind of hard to avoid. I mean, I would be shocked if my test results come back negative. Yes, I think I, you will you know, get a negative. So I've been, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've been off work since the thirty first. But I didn't expect to be off this week, and I didn't expect anybody here in the house to test positive. And we're all fully vaccinated. Uh, but that doesn't matter. You're fully vaccinated? Yeah, I'm fully vaccinated. Fully, but how the COVID yeah, is I'm, coming from? Again, back, I don't know that. How he is spreading easily? If you are vaccinated also, how the COVID coming back and attacking again? Yeah, it's, it's a, I don't know. This variant here is, is easily spread. You know, so it doesn't matter. I mean, I, you know, people say, you know, people, you know, people say or think, you know, that, you know, oh, I get vaccinated. I won't get COVID. Yeah, you will get COVID. Just like the yes. flu shot. Right. It's not 100 percent. And, and I, you know, I, and I should not have to even repeat that. You know, when I come out here on my show, I shouldn't have to repeat that to somebody you say, you know what, you get the flu shot because it helps reduce the symptoms if you do get the flu. Same with the same with the, the vaccines that we have now for for whatever, for this coronavirus. Mm-hmm. You know, it does help reduce the symptoms. And yeah, still people end up in the hospital too. See, see, I'm also facing like you. Just uh, I'm feeling like a uh, runny nose and scratchy uh, throat and headaches and body pains are there. But I've always been fearing. Just, uh, just I want to. If I want to go to hospital, uh, what their doctors will say is it's positive or negative. That's a fear I will getting that. I'm sure not about that. But uh, it's totally my health is okay present. If the COVID symptoms will be there, 
how the situation will be means uh, the person who how will be affected they 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 will be able to stable or they will become more illness i don't know you know i don't know i mean even um like you like you you've got like 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 the same the same symptoms that i have you know uh -huh. and i'm in the house and i'm in the house with two people who tested positive uh -huh. right so you know i can say yeah i have covid you know yes. so i will find I out i will I, i will find out probably no later than tomorrow when the pcr uh -huh. test comes back your family members get pcr test just just my oldest brother and myself because we're essential caregivers Mm -hmm. Right, we're so we're eligible for that. Any, any, like I said, anybody who doesn't work in the healthcare, they yeah. don't work at if they don't work at retirement homes or nursing homes. You yeah. know, if you're not in a, if you know if you're not an essential caregiver, you can't get a PCR test. You can do the rapid test. Uh -huh. You know, you can get the rapid test kit and you can do the rapid test. You know, it's not a hundred percent, but at least it's gonna you know either you know. you know give you a a a a a positive test or it's just going to just be negative but take it with a grain of salt of the symptoms that you have if you have you know three to five symptoms then take it that you have covid a uh, trucker just once again just i have some work then i'll return back to your show okay trucker yeah no problem with yeah, five minutes so anyway Sure, Thank no problem. You. Yes, yeah, you're welcome. So, anyways, you know, with with the uh, government, you know, making it more accessible for teachers and and, and like that to to get um, vaccinated. <laughs> These vaccines have been here for a while now, and and you've had plenty of time. You've had plenty of time to get vaccinated. You know, and when it, when I was talking about you know the the the. Uh, the conservative leader Aaron O'Toole you know calling on the government to accommodate the unvaccinated we have accommodated you enough like i said if you're if you're still sitting on the fence wondering if you should get vaccinated well you've had plenty of time we're not going to accommodate you any more than we already have and you know what for the un, for, for the anti-vaxers well they're just a waste of time it's absolutely ridiculous you know for for the you know for the population of canada you know 38 million people live here in canada and we're only sitting at 82% That's ridiculous. For this population. The more the you know <clears throat> the, the majority of people ending up in hospital are the unvaccinated. People who have a single dose. 
and there are people who are vaccinated ending up in hospital. Now, I can't say why that would be. You know, it could be a number of factors. They could also have underlying health conditions. You know, the, the, the government of Ontario about a month ago um, said that, you know, closing down businesses and closing schools and everything like that is, is not the answer. And he does like a, a complete 180. You know, so the gyms are closed. The movie theater are, are closed. You know, the indoor dining is, is closed. No fans in the stands. You know, the things that he said, like he, like, so, like the, the shopping malls can stay open, obviously. You know, the non, other non-essential uh, businesses can stay open with capacity limits. Like, he didn't turn around and say, okay, we're just going to close all non-essential businesses and stuff like that. At least he stuck to that. But even in, in, the, in the cinema business, you know, something like 6,000 people in that industry is out of a job until they're reopened. Now, when you look at the health and fitness, you know, how many, you know, how many gyms are, are in this province and, and how many gyms are in every city? And, you know, think about, you know, all their staff that they, they employ, you know, they're probably on the upwards of about 10,000 people who are out of a job until the gyms can reopen again. And restaurants. You know, when it comes to the restaurants too, right? You know, how many employees are there? All the servers. Well, they're not there now because we don't have any, you can't dine in a restaurant right now. Hours are being cut back in some places. And then we're facing the shortages. I was, re I was reading an article earlier, you know, like when it comes to the homeless shelters, they're looking for volunteers and they're looking for people to come work for them because they're short of staff, because they're off sick. And we're seeing that all over the place. We're seeing it just about in every sector shortages of staff you know then you, you know then you got the people that oh here, oh here's another one so when I first got my 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 two vaccines I got Pfizer on the 24th of December, just passed, I was eligible for a booster. 
and I got Moderna as the booster. Now what we're seeing is people who have gotten Pfizer as they're as they're be fully for like fully vaccinated. They would cancel appointments because they found out they're getting Moderna, so now they're looking around where they're gonna get Pfizer. Well, here's the rule. The rule here in Ontario is that children age of five to 17 are gonna get the Pfizer. 18 and older are gonna get the Moderna. So the people canceling their appointments because they found out they're going to get the, the, the booster is going to be the Moderna. If you think you're going to find any other clinic in this city or this province of Ontario that's going to give you a Pfizer shot for your, for your booster, you're sadly mistaken. And if you don't like it, don't get the booster. That's the way it is here. I knew going in, when I was going in for my booster, even though I got Pfizer twice, I knew going in that I was getting the Moderna. And you know what? I didn't give a shit. Just give me the booster. You know, people, you know what? Beggars can't be choosers. You know what I'm saying? You just can't. And that's the and that's the that's the position that they're gonna find themselves in is that you are not going to get a Pfizer as a booster. You're gonna get a Moderna shot for the booster. Period. So you can they can go online all they want. And they're going to find out because it's going to say, it's going to say when they book the appointment that they are going to get the Moderna for the booster. Like I say, bankers can't be choosers. Either get the booster or don't. That's entirely up to you. Consider yourself fully vaccinated if you have both shots. They want to do the booster for the elderly. They want to do the booster for people in retirement homes and nursing homes. And then, then they made it for people 50 and older to get the booster. That's when, you know, when I became eligible to get it, right? And then they lowered it again. But when they lowered it again for the booster, that's when they said children five to the age of 17 will get the Pfizer and 18 and up will get the Moderna as the booster. So they had more Pfizer for the younger people. And they can't say they never heard about it because it was all over the news. Doesn't matter, you picked it up on your phone, you're looking at the news on your phone, 
or whatever the case may be, sitting there watching the news on the television. They can't say they didn't know about it because they'd be full of shit. That's what's going on. So if you don't like it, like I said, don't get the booster. Because it's going to be Moderna. I don't know what else to tell you. I really don't. You know, every you know everybody is barking at the government, whether it's provincial or whether it's federal. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what, what 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 we can do here. I really don't. You know, they get their advice from, from, from their science table, from their top doctors. You know, and then the premier and the health minister and the educational minister and the, the Ontario doctor got to come out and do a news conference. Lay it on the line. Let the chips fall where they may. Of course, it's not going to satisfy everybody. Doesn't matter what the government does, anyways. It doesn't matter. It's not going to make everybody happy. I don't like this any better than anybody else does. You know, the other day, uh, you know, a news report came out. Um, I, I think it was um, on the 30th of December, um, uh, a, a group of, um, like, there were celebrities, you know, you know, like, important people, whatever, the high-end people, rich people, I don't care, you know, um, Apparently they, you know, they they uh, they won this trip uh, to Cancun, Mexico, and so what happened was they were partying on the airplane. They were body surfing. They were drinking. They were smoking. They weren't wearing their masks. I mean, they're just acting like a bunch of children out of control. So they were to return Wednesday just passed. And uh, the original airline that flew them there refused to fly them back. Air Canada refused to fly them back. There were these, all these people were out of the province of Quebec. Air Canada refused to fly them back. Air Transat refused to fly them back. Only 27 people out of 130 have made their way back to Canada. 
and then of course held by uh, the uh, the border personnel for questioning. The um, the federal government, um, the people head of the uh, aviation here in Canada, um, are all investigating this, and anybody found to be in violation of the avi aviation rules <clears throat> and being on an aircraft. <clears throat> now the organizer. They, the, the federal government and, and the airlines were talking to the um, organizer and they said, you know, we got stipulations here. And if you agree to all these stipulations, we'll, we'll, we'll fly them back. So the one out of five stipulations, the one that the, 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 uh, uh, the organizer didn't agree to, is that they weren't going to be fed on the airplane to come back. So the organizer or promoter didn't agree to the other stipulations. It's a five-hour flight, for Christ's sakes. I mean, are they going to starve to death in five hours? Oh, they're not going to be fed? Their behavior on that aircraft was ridiculous. They were jumping around up and down on the seats. They were body surfing. They were smoking. They were drinking. 30,000 feet up in the air as though they think they're, they're in a fucking bar. Over 30 of them so far have tested positive for COVID and they now are isolating in another location in Cancun, Mexico. And only 27 of the 150 or whatever have, have made their way back. Now all the airlines, you know, want the manifest of all the names that were on that aircraft. So these people that can't get back or being denied a flight back to Canada are upset. Why the hell should you be upset because you're being denied a flight back to Canada? You can stay down there. You keep your sorry ass down there. And however you get back here, that's your problem. Oh, and some people say, oh, oh, we didn't have, you know, yes, we are on the plane, but we were sleeping. Got 175 people on this plane freaking jumping around like children children on a fucking trampoline and, and partying 
and, and you were sleeping? Seriously? I doubt that very much. Party on a plane. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And the ones, you know, and, and I mean, they, they are, you know, going to find out who they are. And they can be fined $5,000 for each infraction. And they can also get jail time for their actions. I think your employer should just fire your ass too. I think that's what should happen to you as well for your behavior. You know, the government throughout this pandemic, you know, has a an advisory out not to travel outside of the country. They really don't want you to travel inside the country. But the travel advisory has always been here. Something happens in another country. You're stuck there. The government is not going to help get you back. And this kind of behavior of these individuals on this aircraft and you can just stay there you know, they're gonna have to find an American flight coming back but you know doesn't matter because once you arrive in Canada, <clears throat> you're going to be detained. And yeah, I mean, when you, you know, when you're on a, um, you know, because this was a big promotion of some sort, I don't know what it was, you know, um, <clears throat> excuse me, you had to be be invited, I guess. I don't know. Um, so it's, it was supposed to be, you know, um, uh, a round trip, so round airfare and everything, you know, all inclusive. And like I said, now they find them in this predicament. Um, <coughs> excuse me, three airlines. We're not coming to get you. And there'll be probably others that'll join in because they don't want that kind of behavior on the aircraft. Plain and simple. So, I don't know if we're going to connect here or not. So, like I said, yeah, 20, I mean, 27 people so far have made their way back. 
and there's still like 130 people who are now scrambling to <clears throat> to find the way back to Canada. So it's going to be a whole lot of people in a whole lot of trouble. And that's their own damn fault. You know, like, you know, like the rest of us, you know, like the rest of us out here that are trying to do all the right things, follow the rules, You know, and I, I'll tell you, man, I mean, we, we're, we're a lot different than a lot of countries, and, and especially when it comes to the United States. Now, don't get me wrong. I like Americans. I do. You know, here across Canada, um, uh, in the sporting events, and, and, you know, right now, I mean, it's hockey. You know, there's no fans in the stands. They can have a 1,000 people. They can. But they're not going to. Now, I'm watching a hockey game. I watched a couple of hockey games today, and, and they're being played in the United States. And the arenas are full, 20,000, 25,000 people in the arenas. None of them wearing masks. Nothing. You know, there's, so there's a big difference here, right? You're, you're pushing in the United States. In the United States, you're pushing over a million cases a day. Yes, of, of course. Omicron, of, of Omicron. You know, and you wonder why, and and you wonder why, you know, in in in, in across America, and you wonder why that your healthcare, your hospitals are under strain, as though as though you just don't give a shit about your healthcare workers, the people that work in the hospital. You you, you might you, you might think you must think that they're, you know, God or something that you're just going to go in there, you're going to walk out healed. It's like Jesus Christ touched you on the forehead. You know, it's absolutely ridiculous. You know, I'm sorry about your liberties and freedoms. Like, holy shit. I mean, don't think we have that here in Canada. Of course we do. We're a democracy. Mm. Just like other countries around the world. Not, not according to Americans. Oh, no, you do that. Oh, fuck, you fuck with their freedoms and, and liberties. Holy shit, look the fuck out. <laughs> no, it's absolutely. I'm serious, man. It's absolutely ridiculous. Same. Our government also same. Ridiculous. You know, it's absolutely ridiculous. I'm saying, I'm, I'm, I'm saying Canada's perfect. We're not perfect here. We're not. But we're certainly a hell of a lot more, um, I don't know, patriotic, I guess I could say that, than what Americans are. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a, you know, it's just in, in, in the Canadian blood that, you know, the majority of us, and I can say the majority of us, you know, are going See, to follow the rules. And the majority of us are going to get vaccinated. See, me too also like Canada, like comparing to U.S., I like more Canada people. They are very hard to live kind-hearted persons comparing to like us they show some uh, discriminations and uh, racism the us people shows on people um triggered, uh, uh, how you drink the water means you are drink cool water or uh, warm water what for what uh, while consumption while consuming your water just while you drink how you drink the water means uh, you drink water like a uh, cool or hot just 
normally i'm saying normally cold water cold water yeah uh, uh, do do i'm so i'm saying some remedies like uh, uh, do drinking like warm water why because uh, your throat your throat is you are suffering from some your throat problem just yes, it gives some relief while while you are drinking warm water just yes, in indian wow. people so many people so some people do like that uh, they will uh, drink some warm water if you get uh, affected with some uh, throat infection or some problems they will add some salt in water oh i've heard of that yes and and they'll, and they'll uh, gargle with it you know they won't like if you don't actually drink it but you'll just gargle with it salt and water you know i've done that before you know and stuff like that and it you know kind of soothes it for a little bit but you know please don't do, please don't do like uh, don't drink uh, from now on it's like cold water please consume some hot warm water but because yeah. it's a uh, uh, it gives some relief uh, and your body will also digest easily when you consume yeah, I, some yeah probably even like room temperature too right mm-hmm. you can get the, if you get the water up to room temperature or something like that it might be you know probably a little bit you know i guess make your throat feel a little bit better and, and stuff like that but soon <laughs> but soon i'm going to have to end the show because my my throat is getting really sore yes yes just, just know, i drop my mom to my mom just i drop my mom to my aunt house just i go outside now the how the cloudy is like uh, minimum 22 degrees celsius the cloudy uh, if i step outside of the road i feel so much cool freezing yes i can't already yes i think that i got will i get with fever like that cold is like in india so we mm-hmm. can't already the cold see how we are mm-hmm. feeling yes it's a very dangerous uh, temperature we are facing now uh, we never yeah. seen like this temperature only this uh, we are facing in 2022 this is a very dangerous i think is a terrible year for us mm. oh, we can't already this cold can you give some yeah. precautions how given how can we avoid the cold you send some send some cold air down to you mm. send some cold air from canada to cool you off down there <laughs> no. yeah oh well yeah i mean it's not too bad i mean i mean that like here here in the province of ontario um it hasn't been It hasn't been too too cold. I think last night it went to uh, minus seventeen. Whoa! It's a very dangerous minus seventeen. Means we can't imagine how the how. Oh, yeah, like. yeah, and then and then um, the temperature by the morning by tomorrow morning Sunday or yeah Sunday morning it's gonna be mm. <coughs> excuse me like like plus two plus three out so it's gonna jump twenty degrees. Mhm. Or more uh, right? if, so if, from if, more minus 17 down to the plus side yeah it's going to come up to a, at least at least 19 20 degrees. It means rain. you're saying that so minus 17 degrees uh, the road can we appears the road if you go outside the road will appears or not like we can oh, see yeah, the, the road. Yeah the roads are icy. Uh huh. Yeah, like the main roads, the main roads are okay. Like the side streets are are more snow covered and icy, but the main roads, like the big travel roads, they're all clear. Mhm. You know, but is just the street I live on. Uh, is the, the street I live on, it's all icy. Pardon? Yes. 
is alaska is a part of canada or us uh, is alaska is a part of canada or us it's uh, near to canada i think right it's a, is being yeah, situated the, neighbor yeah we have the we're like we're neighbors we have the longest undefended border in the world uh-huh i live if i if i took uh, i live anywhere from 1 to 2 hours away from the united states uh-huh is any okay. visa is mandated if you, if you travel to us like uh, do you want to take a visa for traveling to us travel visa is mandated well, we, 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 yeah well a passport the passport yeah 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 to cross the border we need a passport i think is the second largest country in the world i think canada is the biggest country comparing to russia then comes to um canada 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 is the second largest country in the world like uh with the land mass yes uh, what about the greenland your greenland is a part of your uh, above your country like up head from your top of the country mm. is a greenland is a part of north america no no uh-huh. no we got uh can canada us and mexico Canada US and Mexico these are the part of North America yes well, but uh, when I mean, South America plus yeah uh, when I see yeah, United States <clears throat> yeah the United States is right in the middle of of, of is is between Mexico and Canada yes yes of course it's a middle part of the Canada and Mexico uh, when i seen in some maps geographical maps um uh, the greenland is situated top of the canada there's some islands are there just i thought that and greenland is also part of north america mm, no no greenland isn't i think is is near to no, you they're still uh, far you they're, they're far enough no well they're, they're, they're still far enough they're they're yeah they're still far enough yeah they're far enough uh-huh. yeah i think it's near <laughs> yeah. to a ship or or plane Yeah, by ship mm. or plane, but yeah, Greenland. There's still <laughs> it's still uh, it's still quite a ways away. Mm-hmm. Just I got an idea that you said that Greenland is not part of North America. I got it. I got it. Yeah. Just yeah. I got a clarity. Yeah. So I think you know if I were to fly, if I were to fly from from here, like in Ontario. If I were to fly to uh, Britain or like London, England, I think it's something like a ten-hour flight. Mm-hmm. I think in you know, Greenland will probably be about eight hours. Uh, yes, official language is uh, French. I don't know that. Is really the French is official language for Canadian? French and English. French and English. Uh huh. Yes. Yes, it's the official. Most language. of the Canadians speaks French. Uh, means uh, most of the Canadians mm-hmm. speaks English or uh, means French or uh, majority, English. Yeah, yeah, majority, a majority of Canadians uh, we we speak English. So um, let's see, Quebec obviously uh, a lot of uh, French speaking um, out on the on the eastern seaboard like. Uh, um, uh St. John's Newfoundland all those like that there's french speaking people there even here in ontario um mm. like in the northern parts of ontario uh french speaking people but majority of us speak english uh-huh. 
Yeah. I think you do you speak French? No. <laughs> I think uh, French is very tough language to learn if you want to uh, learn tough. Yeah. It's very yeah. tough, difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I never grasped it. I I just I just I don't know. I just never I just never grasped it, you know, maybe just because I just wasn't interested, you know. You know, just because I'm Canadian, I don't ha- I don't have to speak French. You know, so I've been uh, I've been to Quebec plenty of times and you know, there's English speaking people in Quebec too, you know, they just choose not to speak English. You know, they just rather speak the French and that's fine. So uh the last question raga this uh, uh, your country is like the second language is uh, french uh, coming to the french citizens some of the french citizens are there uh, they want to travel to canada uh, there is a visa uh, there uh, uh, there is a particular visa free entry for them like uh, they should be uh, stamped the visa just yes, they, they go to consulate and they have to be stamped there there, uh, there is no free entry for them in your country i don't think so you know if uh, i mean they, are you meaning that if they want to to come and live in canada oh, no 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 just traveling purpose only for travel if some travel if some citizens are there like in french people they want to travel to canada uh, there is a visa free entry for them well i just you okay. know for for anybody who wants to travel to canada you have you have to have a passport mm. you know that's what you have to have and like not like that uh, uh, when the french colonialism was started in canada like i'm saying like that uh, your the, the other the official language is canada like your uh, in french uh, the french people is uh, some uh, restrictions will be there for to visit canada is there any restrictions for them uh, that doesn't no. have any restriction no uh uh-huh. no wouldn't be any no uh-huh. means visa must be mandatory well visas are are used for, for for different things i mean if you want a student visa or you want a work visa you know mm. that sort of thing but uh, if you're just if you're just coming here to visit you just need a passport mm. you don't need a visa i mean maybe some people carry visas i don't know for, for whatever but you know generally you know to <clears throat> to come here to visit whatever like that is you need a, a a traveling visa or a passport hmm but indians we get a tough well, to get visa for canada and us why because um, uh, they ask a lot of questions in a consulate uh, what the purpose of travel why are visiting they like the typical questions they will raise from that well, so many yeah dep- yeah yeah so and, many you know it's like it's like It's like anything, you know, it's like anybody coming from, you know, whether they're coming from the United States, whether they're coming from Europe or wherever they're coming from. Yeah, I mean, you you can be stopped at the Canada Customs Borders and you can be questioned. <laughs> you know, not just because you're from India you're, or, you know, anywhere, you know, uh, the Middle East or, you know, like that, or, you know, because you're black or, you know they're not going to you right. know single you out because of, of who you are is you know it doesn't matter i mean i got i've i've been a trucker i've 
I've got like when I cross when I used to cross the border driving transport, you know, then I'd be selected to go to go through X-ray. Then I'd be uh, selected to go into customs, you know, and then they're gonna question me. Mm. You know, it's like anything. It's like anything else, right? It doesn't matter. You know, yes, so <clears throat> you travel, but I, I, and I, uh, I kind of. You know, it, it, I, I mean, there are there are at times where, you know, it, it, it might get to the point that, you know, this is just, you know, um, a racial thing, you know, because, you know, I'm from India or I'm from the Middle East, you know, because I'm black or, or whatever the case may be. And in some cases, you know, they're right, you know, <clears throat> that it is a, a, a racial thing. You know, that they are centering you out because you're from India. But that happens anywhere you travel. It doesn't matter. No, I'm just starting to, starting to lose you now. Hmm. I think you love travel, like. I didn't quite get that. They have a little bit of an echo. <clears throat> mm. So, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> I gotta uh, get myself some some water and. Um, Hopefully, put this fire out of my throat here. So I'm going to end <laughs> the show this evening. Because, <laughs> like I said, okay, I don't, I don't want to go into. Thank a, you, Drago. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, thank you. I don't want to go into a coughing spell here because that's coming. So you know, and I don't think anybody here sitting on the show here and it's like that. You know, sitting there, listen to me hack up a lung because, yeah, I can. I can really start to feel the cough coming on here. So anyways, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I want to thank you for taking the time out here uh, to listen to the Truckers Podcast. There's a gentleman calling in from from uh, India. Thank you uh, for coming on the show and calling in and talk to me. And um, hopefully um, I'm feeling a little bit better uh, tomorrow. And um, Hopefully I can get out here. And, uh, hopefully I can too, because you know, had not just you know trying to get out here and trying to talk to you and, and stuff like that. You know, um, um, with the the weather we've had come through here and the internet going out and oh, it's just it's not been not been fun. You know, since I've been home from work, anyways, there's been no better place I wanted to be was to be coming out here and talking to you. You know, and then having all kinds of interruptions and not being able to get the show up and going, but the internet seems to be working fine right now. So hopefully, um, keep that going. And uh, yeah, so yeah, I wanted to yeah go off air now before, like I say, before I go into a coughing spell here. Um, but thanks uh, for coming out here and listening to the Truckers Podcast. 
and have yourself a, a, a great evening, a great day or afternoon or, or whatever time it is where you are listening um, around the world. And um, have a good night, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug from Ontario, Canada. Take care and thank you.